And we are live. Oh, holy shit. shit. It's been, uh, we are happy too. Holy cow. It's been 27 years. Casting. It's been a while. It's like, ride, it's like riding a bike, they say. Greg's right. beard is bigger. Oh my god, the beard is completely out of control. Can't I'm even, totally. I don't know Greg, how the, mic- Greg I don't know the microphone can pick up. <laughs> I'm, what you're saying? I'm un. Have you ever like used the word or heard a word, but you're not exactly sure like where that word came from like, or the proper use of it? Like pronating or yes, pronating or supinating. Uh, <laughs> unkempt. Yes. <laughs> yes. My beard feels incredibly unkempt. Get your but beard is the opposite? The mic, is the opposite kempt? To be kempt, Sean Kemp. If you're unkempt, is the is <laughs> is a like good like, a, like I've <laughs> only heard it in the context. Like of so, unkempt. Dirt Malone's neatly neatly um, manicured beard and hair. Like those a, are kempt. In right. but I am unkempt. And like a My teenager's beard is totally bedroom unkempt. is unkempt. Yes, you know. <laughs> There's such a, a, a Marine's quarters could be unkempt. There's such a lack of kemptitude. I've used that word before, unkempt. Fully, fully unkempt. For the beard? Your beard is not as unkempt as it can be. It, it's the probably the most unkempt it's ever been. <laughs> Maximum. It's run a must. Like the the mustache. I told you, like with the, I know the mustache is an issue when it starts in in like encroaching upon lip space. And oh then, yeah, no. And then I start to play with it with That's my tongue. Just, <laughs> dude, that is exactly where I was gonna go next. Like that for me is when I'm like the side of the mouth. Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then I just and when I notice <laughs> you myself, can't resist. then when I notice myself doing it, and I think to myself like. Oh man, I'm at Walgreens and there's a 74 year old lady who just saw me like licking my licking, lip. We're like, we're, like, we're like yanking a hair out. Sorry, like, straggler. Sorry, it's time to go, buddy. I'm thinking to myself like, there she must be thinking, oh my God, look at that man. Why is, why is he looking at He's me? He's looking, looking at his, me while trying his, to get a chapstick. Licking his mustache. It's impossible to resist once the hair gets to I that know. stage. It's like, I know. I almost get like a chapped section of lip yeah, yeah, yeah. near it because yeah, yeah. of so much activity. Yeah. <laughs> what about nose hair? Do you have like a trimmer and stuff? I've got like I've got like a trimmer, yeah. I, I use like these little these little like scissors, but I at a certain point like I I'm I just feel like it's all all of the hair is connected. <laughs> it's just one hair? Yeah, it's like, you know. It's it, like how Trump's hair is like yeah, yeah, yeah. one swirl from yeah, the yeah. very back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly. So like, so like the hair on the head is connected to the beard, connected to the mustache, connected to my nose, then it's down yeah, it's in my neck like, and it's, it's connected tail. to my chest. You cut it in the nose, it grows more in the chin. They're all friends. Yeah, they are all along. friends. Yeah, yeah. So it's like an invading har- army of Speaking short of and curlies. an invading army. Yes. Feast. Wow. Has touched down, Whoa. has reached the shores of Americana, of New Jersey. It's surreal. Feast is here. Mighty chocolate milk feast. Yeah, my fucking Complete sound protein meal. A three six hundred, uh, a three hundred and sixty degree protein, as I've been calling it. It is. You know the most. Dirt, how do you like that? Nu- three hundred and sixty degree protein. The most like nutritious. The most. I like that. The most nutritious one hundred and forty calories you will find on God's green earth. Outside wow. of a Cinnabon. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, that would be one fourteenth of a Cinnabon or right. an entire scoop. Or 8,000% of the healthy Let me components of a Cinnabon. Let's grab some true. Feast so we can talk about it. Let's talk about Feast. Dirt Malone digging in the crates as he's known to do. Crate digger. As he's known to do. Feast your eyes First on First of Dermalone. all, what a beautiful label. Nice work, Dirt Malone. gorgeous, Eye-popping. gorgeous label. Yeah. Sexy. Our our guy who does our labels does an amazing job. Yes, he does. Uh, as far as printing, 
Yes. And we were like, let's go with the holographic route, you know? Yeah, and it just crazy. makes it that much more beautiful. Well, you know, it's one of those things, right? It's like each time, how do we go back and how do we refine it? How do we tweak? How do we Improve. do a yeah. little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little here, a little there to sharpen our game, to sharpen our presentation, right? Yeah. That's it. Just a little bit each time. If you can just hone this little thing, add this little thing, tweak this mm -hmm. little thing, get rid of that thing that you weren't crazy about each time, and it just gets a little better, a little better, a little better. Yep. Refining it day at a time, day at a time. Favorite thing is the feast your eyes on this. I know, it's beautiful. With the icons. Yeah, the icons are beautiful. Greg was yes. like, let's do uh, the little icons. And then you wrote, you know, you did the little thumbnail yeah, sketches. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, all right, <laughs> I know what you want to do. So let's do the it. little sketches. You love when I sketch for you, don't you? Yeah. You love when I sketch. Sketch him I naked. When I, you, love when I, well, you love when I sketch you naked, if, clearly. I keep them all. Right. Even the naked sketches. I've never even seen all of Titanic, but doesn't, uh, at one point, doesn't she say, draw me like you do those French girls? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? I'm sure. Uh, that's like that's that's like me and Dirt Malone on a Tuesday. That's pretty much, I'm sure they bit, bit that from you <laughs> uh, i would say that like this beautiful label it's got like a lev level of seriousness and sophistication to it that the product deserves like right. we this is easily our to me most sophisticated product like it just hits from so many fucking different angles mm -hmm. and it's so different than everything else out there and tastes so good that uh you know this is like the profession the most professional protein there is like it, it puts the pro in protein. Like there's this isn't fucking dirt. No. I don't mean you. I mean like sand and sawdust. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like this is like oh, I'm really serious about my health. Yeah, yeah. protein. Well, it's funny. You know, Tara made an observation, and she's like, it's so much better that you worked on this product when you were 40 and not 20. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. funny, right? Because if it was 20, it'd be like 1,600 calories. It's called... It takes me it, a week to digest. It's no. called Get Fucking Huge. That's the name. G-code Get Fucking right. Huge. And uh, Made with real horse meat. It, it's a... <laughs> right? It's made, made with full-on horse meat. It's horse meat. Yep. Um, whale semen. So... <laughs> um, Hashtag whale semen. It's like... A, Two servings per container. That's it. <laughs> right, you just pour milk directly in container. Um, so we, uh, the funny thing about it, right, is that when you're saying about like being sophisticated or professional, right, like it's grown up, mm -hmm. is what it is. Right? Yeah, it's so the it's future, like, right? So it's like, all right, so it's like, um, because really what it is is it's not a protein shake. It's like it's a nutrition shake, right? Right? Because and it's a high protein nutrition shake, right? Because it's it's. And it's the other thing I was thinking about too is like you know you hear about like ultra concentrated pre workouts mm -hmm. or whatever like I feel like yeah. it's an ultra concentrated protein it product is. Yep. it is that there's like so High efficiency so yeah. much so many <laughs> nutrients crammed into one scoop crammed into 140 calories it's 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 pretty remarkable in that way a lot it of is people, yeah like well, go ahead. a lot of people they ask me like hey who's that meal replacement I'm like that's not really a meal replacement it's like that protein powder i'm like yeah it's definitely not, not a protein powder i'm like powder if either. it's if yeah. a protein powder and a meal replacement had sex in the park and then this little feast baby it's came like if out. they had sex in a garden yeah in a beautiful yes. garden in a jersey tomato <laughs> garden in a brothel <laughs> that's what it is it's like uh yeah this is like the, the high-end escort you know? Oh, yeah. It's Greg right. knows what I mean. <laughs> Shana. I know Shana. Greg clearly, says. Clearly. Um, it's, uh, what's his name? Who's the, Elliot Spitzer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elliot Spitzer, Spitzer caliber. would put his dick in feet. Yes. He would probably, yeah, probably, probably if you just offered him some right now, he might. 
I'm sure. In fact, he might have. <laughs> he might already have. Where do you think the he project? He might have ordered okay. it. He we're might, going, have, we're he might have ordered it. Don't crazy go, don't go too dark. Right. Yeah. Let's get out of there. Don't go too dark. Let's <laughs> not spread and our dicks. And reverse course back to that exit we and missed. And taking the dick it's out mighty of the Mighty chocolate table. milk. Too dark. By too the dark. way, tastes damn good. Why doesn't Greg talk to us about the icon on the Mighty Chocolate Milk? Oh, okay. So, right. So, um, our flavors are always inspired by nostalgia or just things that are we think are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when we were working on the flavor, right, we were thinking of, um, well, you know, to backtrack a little bit, right? One of the thoughts behind Feast and every flavor that Feast is ever going to be, right, is the thought that it could be something they really look forward to um, drinking, to really look for, really look forward to consuming, but it can't be so obscure or esoteric or over the top that um it's got to be chem. you stop enjoying you stop enjoying it or that it's too intense yeah. right and like one of the things without ever settling for being cliche or doing what other people do right we thought like it's really difficult to get tired of a really good chocolate mm-hmm. yeah right so then we went and thought, like, all right, well, what are the best chocolate things that you could drink that you could never get tired of? And yeah. chocolate milk is like, obvious, what's better yeah. than good chocolate no milk? You know, it's like the kind of thing that you could be 80 years old or eight years old Ooh. and you think some, you think it's amazing. And it's just the sort of thing that I can't imagine ever getting tired of really good chocolate milk, right? That's right. So that was like our inspiration with coming up with the flavor for Feast. Can it be chocolate, but can it not just be chocolate, like a traditional chocolate whey protein? Could it be like chocolate milk? And uh, that's I and I think yeah I think we nailed it I think that's one of the triumphs of the product that you can take all the nutrition and cram it into one scoop and then it actually tastes like chocolate milk that and is... beyond that the icon that Dirt Malone created on the bottle it looks like the little half pint you would get at elementary school yes. of takes chocolate you back milk. to the top oh yeah oh fucking yeah hell yes that's one one of the that's one of the great moments in modern civilization is that that uh promo that Macho yes. Man did. Yes. Like of all the entertainment that has occurred in our lifetime, like if you go and watch that on YouTube, that Hell stands yeah. up to stands up to all of it. To the best. The best Timeless. we've seen the best we've seen in our days. He's got light little little coffee creamers. <laughs> and he seems to be pulling them out of his hand as yeah. a as a magician would. <laughs> right. Throughout like a, the whole thing. <laughs> Quite a performer. The Quite madness. a performer. That's definitely one of the things the consistent responses to feast, holy shit, it tastes so good. How's all this stuff in it? Right. And it tastes this good. Yep. That, to me, is feast in a, in a nutshell. You know what's funny, too? Like, making that blender video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When oh, I had, like, was the amazing, milk, by the, way. the eggs, and then I put exactly what the true serve is on the uh, label, yep. which right. is 14 pieces of spinach, four pieces of kale, and one piece of broccoli. Yep. And then the MCT oil, which yep. is, like, you know, coconut oil yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. And I'm like... I'm going to drink this. I put some cocoa in there. Nice. And it wasn't great. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I was like, this is pretty you much it what down. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was yeah. clumpy. Right, of obviously, course, of course. You know, but it yeah, was yeah. it was like, wow, that's yeah. fucking what it is. Yep. And it tastes like chocolate milk. And that's what everybody's saying. Like, wow, you packed all this shit into it. All this stuff into it. Yeah. You get your green. Like we were saying, it's like four supplements in one. You're getting greens powder, you're getting protein, you're getting coconut oil, MCT oil from coconut oil, mm-hmm. digestive enzymes and probiotic. Mm. Probiotics, it's like, uh, you, know, you could spend $100 on everything that's in here easily. Yep. And so 
to get that and it still tastes like chocolate milk. Like, dude, this cold with tap, just cold tap water yeah, yeah. and a scoop of feast yep. is banging. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to have some dessert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I try to, like, skip dessert f- at least five days a week. Right. And now I'm like, well, instead of, maybe I'll have some greens for dessert. Except I, it tastes like chocolate milk. I had that know? exact experience, I think, Saturday night. Right. Either Friday or Saturday night, I had that exact experience where I I had eaten dinner and I wanted something sweet. Mm. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to have a scoop of feast and milk. And it was what could be better? Incredible. Right. Well, I, I after that, I'm ama- like, it was amazing. It was amazing. It curbed that sweet tooth yep. impulse. Um, I really enjoyed it. And then I, and then not only was I like, oh, that took away my urge to have something sweet. No, it took away my urge to have something sweet. And then I got all that nutrition in before I went to bed. Yeah. Yep. And like Digest instead well of eating and... ice cream or whatever the hell else I, I was going to eat, right. which is incredible, obviously, um, to get all that nutrition in. But I actually really enjoyed doing it. Was no amazing. brainer. Amazing. Fucking no Wake brainer. up with a six pack. That's it. Another thing is it mixes so easy. A lot of people have been saying, I like, does it mix easy? Does it, you know, yeah, because yeah. meal replacements or whatever it may be the scoops tend to be bigger. Right. Yeah. But because it's an isolate, and I always tell people, isolates are a lot easier to mix. Yeah. And digest. Then weigh. Sometimes you get like those little balls of powder. Right, right. But dude, this thing mixes so easily and it goes down so well and it's fucking... The experience of Feast, the taste, the mixing, and the digestion. Yep. All of those components, regardless of the ingredients, everything, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. We should do another flavor. Well, look, we're a growing company down the road. You never know. We will do our best to, you know, to we'll do our best to try to live up to the standard of Mighty Chocolate Milk with any other flavors. We would have, have to be something crazy. Have something, to be crazy. something just so good. Would have to Blue be. sky, pie in the sky. That's not the name of anything. Pie in the uh, sky. There you go. Like pie in the there sky. You go. Well, down the road, we'll yep. have to come up with a pie in the sky fucking thing. Um, Moon pie. It would have to be. It would have to be two things simultaneously, and that's the other thing that I'm trying to point out about Mighty Chocolate Milk is that it would have to be. Um, delicious, but also easy to consume multiple scoops of it. Every day. What can, can you right. not get sick of it? It's so important. It, people overlook it. Like I said, I've had the salted caramel or red velvet proteins before, right. and I'm going to scoop in. I'm like, I can't drink this for two more no. weeks. You know what's like really good, no. dude? It's like a nice like boardwalk fudge. Right, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you can only eat right, sure. like more than like an inch by right, inch right, right, brick yeah, yeah, of fudge. Of course, right. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. a little more than that. But of course. Like, you're not eating a box of fudge. Right, right, I don't right. care how much you love fudge. Let alone, like, a, right, let alone. After a little bit, you're like, I got to bo- stop. A boardwalk fudge flavored drink. Right. Right. There's and no, that's the like, thing, right? It's too rich. It's too intense. Right. You couldn't do, you'd never have fudge four days in a right, row. Right, right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Even if you love it. Right, exactly. That's the same thing with like saltwater taffy that's in there in the same right. fucking store. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll yeah. eat one or two. <laughs> right. You know, but then I have like, here's a 42 pound box. Oh. Take home. It's like, I'm good. So like, that's the key, right? Can it be delicious, but can you also not get sick of it? And can it sort of stand stand the test of time and be the sort of thing you can use day after day after day and enjoy it and it doesn't get old mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, yeah. that's the thing. So it's like the uh, the best flavors for a product like this have to do both of those things at once. Right. Be very enjoyable and also not be over the top where you're going to get sick of them. So yeah. it's got to be, it's that perfect sweet spot. A lot of people ask too, why, you know, the two pounder or the 1.6 two pounder? Well, we started Why off. Why not with, more? We started off with Why twenty. Less? We started off with twenty servings, and I got to keep it real. This is not a cheap product to produce. Yeah, no. right. So what we tried to do was, 
like I said, pack is, here's the thing. We tried to execute a product that was ideal mm-hmm. and take no shorts and cut no corners in doing so. Make no compromises in doing so with margins in mind. And then figured out how to deliver it to consumers in a manner that was not over the top <clears throat> in terms of being cost prohibitive. So it was like, okay. We had to make certain decisions in the process of making it, and we landed on the twenty ser- the twenty serving container as being the first. And look, we could have easily done what a lot of companies do, which is put a bag of uh, sand yeah, yeah. into the container, yep, and water it down, and and call you know bump up the protein a little bit, yeah, yeah. but keep everything else back. Oh, it's one gram of healthy fats are in there. You know what I mean? Like lighten the load everywhere else, yep. and say it's four. Call it thirty five servings and charge another twenty bucks. But it's the point of this is to pack as much punch into each scoop. I mean, can I keep it entirely one hundred? No, I want lies. Keep it one hundred. Keep it one hundred and fourteen. Tell me lies, Greg. Okay, one hundred. The the <laughs> truth of the matter is, we could have had the the formula exactly the same. Right. You made a two pound container and filled the rest of it with creamer and gums and fillers, mm. and then the label <laughs> would have had all of those same ingredients on it that it has, except we could have called it thirty servings. Right. And then we could have charged more for it. And all that stuff, but the the thought was like, let's just make the best product we possibly can and have a completely honest dialogue with the consumer, and and you know what, it's going to be one of those products just like Vice, just like Rise, where you there's some education involved. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to explain to somebody. I've already been there. I've already done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what's funny is like you know talk about people undervaluing. I always say people are undervaluing and underestimating the consumer. Um, when you explain to somebody what's in it, automatically they're like, holy shit. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Because all yes, these things I, yes, are people. I, yes, right? I want to take that. These holy are shit, that's all amazing. ingredients that at this point in time, people realize they need to get in some way. And they now can get it all in one place. And because at a distance. Like, you know, you how many said, people are taking greens powders and coconut course, oil and like working course. these things into their fucking course, yeah. routine, trying to find ways you go out and buy a greens powder that tastes like fucking, you know, lemon cleaner or something. Yeah, yeah. It's got like oil in your coffee. Right. And at a distance. But see, here's the thing. I understand why that education has to happen. As soon as you explain to somebody what's in it, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm in. Yeah. Right. But at first, if you just say, here's this 1.6 pound container of protein. Yeah. If you just said it like that, and and, and this is going to cost you 50 bucks. And then they're like, well, yeah, but that five pound jug of protein's fifty bucks. So right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. Well, no. But I'm saying, like, if you don't know <laughs> right. any better, then you, then that conversation right. needs to be had for them servings to understand. And add twenty servings of coconut oil for them and, to understand yeah. why this is such a remarkable product. And then once they get it, they're like, oh man, I want that. I don't right. want that shit. I want that. Yeah. But that it's just a. And that's the thing. Like to me, when I said, you know, it's it's sophisticated. It's it's grown up. It's. It's a product like from the future, but it's also a product for somebody who understands why they want more than just whey protein concentrate in a jug. Right. You know? And like so much of the motivation behind the product came from the fact that um, I think everybody, I'm speaking for everybody in the room, but me personally, man, I've, I must have drank 100,000 protein shakes in my life. Who knows how many? Yeah. 25 fucking years of doing this yeah. shit. Well, how many protein shakes? We used I drink, to do right? a shake after we trained. Of course, all the time. always. And I, I, there were the points in my life where I probably had four shakes a day. And it's like I, I sit there and I think back, and I'm like, I, I just grew so tired of uh, just the standard protein shake. And then everyone I, has. And then I also feel like that 
whey protein, especially at this point, is just not substantial. So yeah. the thought of just making blending up a, a, a shake that's just whey concentrated isolate or whatever in water, it just it, it was the worst thing possible. I had evolved where I was just drinking chocolate milk post workout, mm. and then if I was gonna make a shake that had whey in it, it had eight other ingredients in it. Right. That's it. It had eight other ingredients in it. it had no, you have to you everything have to. else. Right. And then I was then I was so what I was essentially making was the meal in a mug, and but it was. It was far from the, the the product that I was buying at the store. It was the product that I was buying at the store plus eight whole food ingredients, and then I would drink that, you know, because it just wasn't cutting it anymore for me. And, I mean, dude, how many guys, you know for sure, how many guys do you know that are serious and are operating on a higher level in the sport who basically weren't drinking shakes at all anymore? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, hey, that's fucking crazy. Not even post-workout, not even before bed, not, you know, in the morning. Like, the, all the obvious places where you would benefit from a shake – there were guys who weren't even using them then. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. And it's probably because they went through that process too. And they thought to themselves, these are just inferior processed ingredients. I'd be much better off eating a meal. Yeah. You know? So we got a couple reviews in. Okay. So like the first batch of Feast is just arriving. Yes. Probably just, between just Saturday and yep. today. Oh, first... we got reviews? Yeah, we got a couple reviews here. All right. So this is from Mandy. Okay. Feast. The title suits this perfectly. It's so smooth and so filling, I feel like I've had a feast. Cures hunger fast, gives energy, and tastes amazing. Very excited. Awesome. I like it. Thank we got you. one more. Thank you, Mandy. HP, HWPO George. Ah, I know George. Oh, Power George. Yeah, yeah. Past giveaway winner, yes, right? He Didn't he win the tanker yeah, yeah. originally? I think I he's from New York, from the yeah. Bronx or somewhere like that. He's an awesome he competes, dude. He's a competitor, he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good shape. Serious dude. Yep. Very serious dude. Here's the headline. It was worth the wait. Soon as you open the container, you smell chocolate milk. Blends perfect. Taste is great. Everything all in one mix. I made mine with water and ice. It was definitely delicious. Wow. Water and ice the way to Two go. Good Pretty reviews. good. Two good reviews. And we got one more from uh, D-Rock. Okay. The homie D-Rock Wilson nice. who joined us at the Arnold this year. One yes, part did. of the bundle, bros. Yep. Yep. I got my first taste of Feast today, and you guys hit it out of the park. With that amount of ingredients, it could have easily tasted like chalky, grainy, cocoa-powdered water. No bullshit. I would tell you if it wasn't up to par. I'm very particular about anything way that I take. It's amazing. Nice. Wow. And I like it. He was making a Mets reference about hitting it out of the park and not a Yankees reference as far as just the hitting. Um, like so we former, appreciate like that. Former Yankee Robinson Cano. Soon to hit no. <laughs> Probably going to hit 40 home runs. Cano. Minutes, I think. Start of the season. What about this? Start of the season kind of hot. Eating poorly is like buying everything on credit. One day you will pay for it. There you go. Well said. I thought that was going to be a, a feast review. I thought you were feast. Bring it feast. Like, feast. I thought you going to bring it back to feast. Feast. Have some I've, pocket change. I mean, I've seen some. <laughs> I've seen some really strong responses thus far. You yep. know, in terms of. Feedback and reviews, and it's like, man, like that's that's it, man. That's what that's the biggest deal for us. It's like for real people out there in the real world to utilize our product and to for them to feel about it the way we feel about it. Yeah, it's interesting. You said that, uh, like, there's some education. Like, what I don't think there needs to be education on is that this is incredibly healthy and tastes amazing. Yep. You know, like yep. this is so fucking good for you yep. with all the shit in there. Zero grams of sugar. You're getting a serving of organic greens, healthy fats, fiber, complex carbs, protein. It's ridiculous. Probiotics, enzymes. Meticulous and ridiculous. 
it's like we were joking, like we should do an ad where like a kid won't eat their vegetables. Right. And the mom's like, no problem here. I have chocolate milk yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't even know. Yep. <laughs> you know, like it's that kind of healthy level of a product. And, you know, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, yeah, I just think it's like, I think that's really easy to grasp. Like people are so much more um, conscious and not paranoid, but like jaded. You, the, you guys know us. You know what we're trying to do. You know that like how much we stand behind the products and the formulas. Like even stacked in the review is like rare to see a meal replacement with a transparent label. Right. Mm -hmm. It's because so many of them are trying to cut corners of and course. put some crap of in course. there. And we just we refuse to do that. Pixie dusting is right. what it's called, right? And it's like you create a blend, and then in that blend you can put rubies and sapphires. Yeah. You put whatever the fuck you want in it, right. and it's just you can put as little of that thing in it as you want, but if it's in the blend and it's technically in the bottle, yep. then it's, it can be on the label. And that's just not the game we're playing you know it's not the game we're right, playing like at all. even the greens in here it's not like oh there's greens in here it's a guaranteed true serving from true serve true serve 14 leaves of spinach greens. four leaves of kale and a broccoli do you say floret or floret i think you guys say floret because because of your because because i was gonna say because you did those semesters in montreal no yeah that's it <laughs> but uh i i don't know i think it's floret i think so Floret it is. Let's Flore. mix up some vice. What do we want? Flavor some vices. Wise? Ooh. What are we going for? Yo, okay, I got one for you guys to try. All right, go ahead. All right. All right. Black cherry. No, no, you're Black not. Cherry. You're not. Black cherry and lemon Italian vice. Okay. okay. Cherry lemonade. Very good. I, I enjoy it. It's a combination that I enjoy. It's got the sweetness. It's got the It's the sweet. Do we have uh um, It's got cups, the sourness. Like cups in the uh, Johns. There? There's the little Johns. I think I brought out some some little Johns. I brought up Shats. We can actually do the. Um, we can. We don't want the china. There's actual. Uh, oh, I, eh, I see what you're saying. You know the deal. One cup into the other, back and forth. You're an alcoholic. Do we clean the cup? Isn't the cup? Even <laughs> you're an alcoholic. You know, you know how cups about. work. All right. I eat cigarettes. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. So I'm. Uh, Mixing some shit up. Mixing up the medicine. Mixing up some Viche. That's correct. And also, hey, anybody who purchases a feast, just for a Gets limited a time. That's a nearly impossible to describe tri-funnel. Yeah. So we thought, what better <laughs> forum? <laughs> it's like a Russian nesting doll. It's a Russian doll. doll. And it's got this nice track on it, so you can, you know, take this funnel, Three funnels into one twist it in. unit, so you can fit pills Drugs, Pills condoms, everywhere. razor blades. Yep. None of my business what Racist you put in there. remarks. You name it. I can't fit them in. <laughs> None of my business what you put in there, but... Stuff Greg Thanks, says. Greg says. <laughs> three in one funnel. The three first, different, for the three different categories of offensive comments. First of its kind. Makes. First of its kind in the industry. It is the first of its kind. Industry and you know first. what? Like, we kind of... We're all excited about Feast, and rightfully so. Of course. But we, we're definitely sending these out with Feast, and people are like, what the fuck, dude? I didn't know I was getting this like mind-bending yeah. mind bending item, it's, along with the mind-bending Well, here's supplement. what you tell them. You're like this. Now that we have our third product, here's three funnels. Yeah, that's So it. Feast goes in the bigger one, the medium yeah. size gets the rise, and the little guy gets the Veach. Do you egg. see that there's just a cloud of vice around me? Do it's like Garnet with the, uh, yes. the chalk. yes. Giving praise to the good Lord. That's right. Simone Biles. Young Simone Biles over there. 
Love Garnett. Speaking of uh, old school hardcore motherfuckers, have you seen the uh, have you seen the meme comparing uh, Kobe to the modern guy dislocating his finger? No. Have you seen that floating around? No. Oh, it's amazing. So what? One reason it's amazing is well, it just it shows like uh, how tough Kobe was in comparison to like a, yeah. a, a guy a guy in 2019. Right. But then the second is I, I wish Dirt would pull it up. You should you got to pull it up. Let there, me see Mom. what it is. Dirt on the boards. What am I looking up? Um, it's Kobe dislocating finger meme, I would say, would be how I would Google search it. But, um, the interesting, the funny thing about it too is the, um, mannerisms of the, uh, trainer of the Lakers, Mm. right? He's like kind of like a jacked dude in his mid sixties. Who's probably like a, I would think probably like a Beverly Hills. I think I remember the dude. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. He's like a a bad looking, kind of a bad looking dude. Like in his sixties, he's probably like a Beverly Hills physician. Right. Probably. Looked like he played like college rugby. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, No (laughs) doubt. Like was a, he was a a halfback at like uh, USC in like the uh, fifties or something like that. Right. So like the fatherly way that he kind of slams Kobe's finger back into place and then just kind of pats him on the back of his head is fucking amazing. And uh, anyway, yeah, I, what made me think of that? What brought that up? Oh, you're saying about Garnett. Oh, yeah. I was just saying like how like guys like Garnett aren't growing on trees these days. Oh, my day. God. And, and the, the way Kobe handles the dislocation is kind oh, of... Oh, is this it? That. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that guy's like the... Low, yeah, that guy. That dude. You see... <laughs> he just pats him on the back of the head. You're good. All right, you're ready to go. Yep, and like that was like a, a situation where like... Uh, that that entire process of uh, him putting Kobe's finger back into place, um, it was about twenty seconds, and Kobe didn't miss a second of the game. Whereas then you see this other guy, and he's like writhing on the ground in yeah. agony. Then he goes back to the locker room, and it just sort of shows like the flop difference city. between yeah, flop, flop a little city. bit of that. You know what else? I was watching the um, Baylor Notre Dame women's final NCAA finals. Oh yeah, and in some instances, I'm like. I think the freaking women are playing harder than the men in of some course. instances. Like, this is insane. Dude, they're they're yeah. posting up. They're going in. They're scrapping. They are better basketball players. Yeah. If it wasn't for athleticism, there's yeah. no comparison. Because the, the whole entire sport of women's basketball is You've got to have the it's skill either threes driven. or they're posting up and they're inside. It's skill. And it's basketball. It's running plays and sets. Like Because you don't have the athleticism of like elite people like the greek greek freak right, right. like who does but like right. women you know just being fair like are not as that, that athletic compared to the greek freak and people on that level that you watch when you watch men's basketball sure. you know what kobe said after he did his finger in my fingers hurt and then he was good uh, yeah, yeah yeah um they walked right but back. like they he walked <laughs> right back on the court though so like you can't just be faster than the person covering you and be fast enough that you get a wide open layup right. in men's basketball you have to like Get the person open. Yeah, and you and, know, and there's there's less money in women's basketball than there oh, is yeah. in men's basketball. So a lot of it comes down to like passion and heart. Right. Um, it's a lot like the Olympics. The Olympics in sports right. in sports that are less uh, lucrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, how badly those athletes want it, how much they've dedicated their lives, and, and how and, pure the passion is. Where where there's like you know, it's really just out of love and and you know to be driven by a specific goal as opposed to you know the the payout, the and, cash. And out. Don't get me wrong; like a D one women's basketball player would like roast us. Oh, like, of course. Like oh, you know, of the skill level. I'm not saying they're not athletic no, no, or anything, no. but it's like when you're talking like compared to Garnett and Kobe or right, someone right, like sure. that. It's like who in the world, you know? Yeah. I just poured y'all some vice. I'm gonna take this. Vice. Don't act like there's not vice. Just you're sitting here going on with your life like there's not vice just sitting there. Mm. Oh man, that's good. 
Yeah, so that's it's still so good, isn't it? That's the cherry. That's the cherry. That's the cherry, cherry lemonade. Lim- cherry lemonade. Yeah. I can, just so you guys know, we really do love this shit. Like, yeah, man, it's real. The, the mic's cut off. Like Greg sent a text today. Like, fuck, man, feast is so good. Yeah, man. You'd think we'd be like, you know. Yeah, yeah. We think we'd know o- over it. Yeah. Yeah. No, not quite, man. No. My, my fucking uh, enthusiasm for it all grows every day. Dude, I take Vice every single day. Yeah. Like for instance, C Titty, my brother, he got a, a he got a pre workout sample from some other companies. Like, oh, there's green apple flavor. I like green apple. So I was like, all right, let me try it. I took a sip of it, and I'm like, no, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah. And I immediately dumped everything out, and I was like, this is horrible. And yep. I went right to the vice. Yep. Yep. When it when it ain't broke, don't, you know, don't fix it if it ain't broke. Speaking of which, we do little shots. We How's shot your training going, guys? Marty Shatner. It's been a while since we've here. done some training talk. It is. It has been a while. I I've been training. <coughs> I've been training every day. Um, okay. So. Like so the usual. Yeah, but I've been doing sun. I've been doing Sundays. I don't know. I just yeah. tra- I pretty much train every day anymore. Um, I do like five days a week in the morning, and mm-hmm. then on the weekends it depends on what my schedule looks like. But I'll, I'll squeeze in a workout, whether it's at home or if we have an event going on, I'll get an extra workout in there. But I, I pretty much start my day every day with training, and I think it's like. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's good for me. Like, yeah. I've said this a thousand times, but it's good for me emotionally and mentally and stuff. Like, yeah, of course. I'm a better man. Have I creature of habit? If sure. I've worked out at set, if I've worked when I have to get uh, the girls up for school, if I've already trained, I'm a better man. Right. And what I mean by that is like I I'm thinking clearer. I'm in a better mood. You're patient. You're right. You're right. As Can't opposed, find to, as a opposed to rolling out of bed. As opposed to rolling out of bed, I I feel lazy when I've roll when I've yeah. slept when I when I've slept in and I didn't train. Then I feel a little lazy, and I feel um, so. Then if I'm la- if I feel lazy, then I already have a negative thought in my head about right. myself, and I'm starting right. my day with that. And it's I know it sounds crazy. No, that's true. It's like, sound crazy. Get the blood. I think yeah. That's like universal. Yeah. Like. So it's like all right. So like if I if I get a, that's really man. It's like honestly, it's what it is. Like get the blood flowing, drink some blood. Endorphin like, rushed. And you're just you're you're, you're your mind's like, working. Then you're better. not spending the rest of the day worrying about where you're gonna get course, it in. Of course, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. For me, at least, I'm like, once I know it's done, everything else is gravy. Yeah, yeah. For the day, like yeah. in every, it's a weird thing, but it's like in every, no matter what else happens that day. Yeah, yeah. At least I did that. It's awesome. You know. And you know, I uh, I've been doing because I've been training. Set. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break the mic here. All right. Okay. Well, while you're breaking the mic, we're gonna do a shout out on the cast. Okay. All right. We're shout out to Chris Dickinson. Hey. At Born Dirty Die Dirty, hey. hooking me up with this beautiful hat. Uh, Greg, you want to talk about this man? He's That's uh, pretty dope. an interesting man. Yeah. No, uh, Chris Dickinson, Born Dirty Die Dirty. Somehow uh, we've crossed paths online. Uh, but he's uh, he's my favorite modern wrestler, and I I saw somebody post it, it, I saw somebody post recently, um, and uh, he uh, he shared it. But I mean, I would share it too if somebody said it about me. Somebody said I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that Chris Dickinson's the best wrestler in the world. Somebody said, "Really? Wow! You yeah. gotta watch him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this image right here? That's great. That's a picture of uh, Scott Steiner. <laughs> Uh, wow. fucking choking him out and I, th- I f- <laughs> read, read his caption so he says can't wait to get my revenge tonight when I break Scott Steiner's fucking back and make him a humble little bitch <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. that's wrestling talk <laughs> that is and um he lives it that's so awesome. uh yeah so we crossed paths crossed paths at some point in the cyber ether um but uh 
He's like uh, down with a lot of the stuff that we love. He loves Wu-Tang and he loves all the classic wrestling that we love. And we were talking about when I met him in person in Staten Island, which is he trained growing up. He cut his teeth uh, training at uh, PI Fitness in Staten Island. Yeah. Um, and, and we started talking about stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know what you like. <laughs> He started talking about wrestling. <laughs> He's like, he just kind of like jumped to like, because he was saying about like, you know, I don't know, I don't know what it was in reference to, but I started to say, yeah, you know, I'm not really into the modern, but blah, blah, blah. And before I could even get the fucking sense, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know what you like, which is fucking I funny like that to that attitude. Um, but uh, he's a super fucking good dude and he's a believer in our brand and he uses our oh, products. It's and a uh, dope hat. And born uh, dirty, die dirty. Born dirty, die dirty. He's got a great, a great Instagram, a great Instagram handle. Um, since you guys both have handles that involve dirt, you're almost like related. Now. Yeah, yeah, he was like a fellow a dirt. Yeah. So I was like, shit, I got to get that hat yeah, that he's got. Born dirty, die dirty. Yeah. I saw Drew had it. He gave one to Drew Lish, and I was like, Bro. Drew Lish. I listen now. I need I, one of those hats right now from you, Drew Lish. I am not. I am not one uh, who uh, lives for the payola. I am not looking for a handout here by any means, right? We put uh -huh. the G in generosity, and it yep. is not with any expectation of anybody giving anything back yes. the other way. But what I want to know is that I feel like I'm the biggest Born Dirty, Die Dirty fan out of all of us, but somehow I didn't end up with a hat. Yeah, but, but Malone, you got the name. And Malone and Drew English ended up with hats, and it just feels there's something wrong about that. There's something wrong about well, that. Well, no, you're I, not, reach, I honestly, filthy enough. I reached out to, to him. You need right. to muck, muck it up a it's little. fucked up. I, got to, I reached out to him. I was like, dude, I need that fucking hat. What can I do? He's like, give me your address. <laughs> I was like, there it is. And then I got to hook him up. I'm definitely going to hook him, him up in the future. Hat. I know. <laughs> you that, dirt, dirt that dirt hat was from another um, company. So it's like, fuck. We, I was gonna make dude, a so I was telling dirt. Greg, dude, what are the odds? Talking to a guy from a potential uh, event we might be doing. Right. And he's like, so I got to tell you, like my best friend of like 20 years, his name's Sco. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Schofield? Like, yeah, his last name is Roscoe. Uh, or something like that, and yeah. everyone calls him Sco. I'm like, there's another Sco. Dude, it's gotta, I gotta you guys, buy him no, a fucking beer or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I no, I think you guys or have fight to the death. Yeah, yeah. you guys have to have like a steel cage match. No, it's like two. It's like like a movie where like another like the clone from another dimension yeah, they can't exactly. occupy the same space. Yeah, yeah. Like two enter, take your life. Yeah, two will enter the cage, but only one Sco will emerge. I'm, dude, I will fucking kill the other. That's what I'm saying. We gotta find out where the other fucking Rosco is. Yeah, he's in DC somewhere. Fucking beat the shit out of him. Somewhere in Washington. Hey, speaking of wrestling, Bret Hart got attacked. You saw that? Attacked, right? dude. What a fucking coward. That's fucking, yeah, total fucking While coward. he was talking about uh, Jim the Anvil and like, you know what I mean? Like dead relatives. Yeah. Some guy jumped into the fucking thing yeah, and like attacked. Like a Bob Marley fucking <sighs> hat on Throw with the, the dreads. I'm like, Throw what the fuck is he doing? And I was like, you know, he's going to do it on that stage. You know he ain't fucking going at Bret Hart in a bar or something, a restaurant but dude, if you see, No, absolutely not. If you see the video, the, the freaking up. guys that come in uh, yeah, are like yeah, taking yeah, shots yeah, at big him. Big mistake. The one dude's kneeing him in the head. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. go, go, go. Everyone there was a bouncer at one point. Yeah, for sure. So you picked the wrong fucking profession. The Wrong yeah. room in which to pull such fucking, uh, you know, you could get away with that at the Oscars probably a lot easier than he could in that room. Now, right? there was like a, a Hogan sighting, right? Wasn't Hogan in know. some way involved in the weekend with WWE? I, I think know. he was. There was like WrestleMania was WrestleMania this was yeah. this weekend, yeah. yeah. Night, and right? you know what's funny is that like, I don't follow it. I, I, I'm so, I love the vintage stuff and I share that with my daughters. Yeah. 
And that keeps the fact that like Jelly Beans thinks like Macho Man and all that is so fucking cool is like awesome. Yeah. Um, so like that keeps me excited and interested in, but it's all the vintage stuff, right? And that's yeah. like always a source of inspiration for us. And then, like I said, like I, I think Chris Dickens is an amazing dude. So like I, the fact that he's kind of like G Code fam and that he's a pro wrestler and you see him out there in the world, like, like crushing it on these like big indie platforms. Like that's dope. Yeah. But I don't really follow wrestling uh, on a day to day level at all anymore. I don't follow it at all. But I, I, no. Right. no, but the next phrase I'm going to say is, but I, it seems like this WrestleMania, everybody was talking about it. Yes. I did not see a minute of it. Right. I mean, I would never like pay. Well, I would pay, not, yeah, I'm pay, not at the pay, point where I'd like pay to see it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like if it was back in the day, we had a hot box. Yeah. yeah, oh, for You're sure. like, come on over. We would never miss a pay-per-view. I'm like, we would I'm never miss there. We would never miss a pay-per-view yeah. back in the day. Um, but like, I, I saw like the buzz and the yeah, stuff yeah. happening. I saw like a couple clips. They do a, they did a, uh, Andre, the giant battle Royale right. with like 40 dudes. Wow. Really? Two of which were Colin Jost and Michael Shea of weekend update. Oh, we're in the fucking thing. No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> I think they might have like lasted a while wow. or something. So Colin Jost. I love those guys. Yeah. They're fucking so, hilarious. So I, like that's the clip I saw. Yeah, yeah. And like so apparently Get the guy. Get the fuck out of here. It's yeah, crazy. Colin Jost came to the ring in a Odell Beckham Browns jersey wow. in Giant Stadium. Right, right, right. Awesome. Like in the most like um, smirky white guy <laughs> jerk. Right. Like almost playing a part. Right, right, right. And like playing it perfectly. Awesome. And Michael Shea had like wrestling ear pads on. Wow. Like you know, like the yeah, helmet yeah, yeah. and everything like pro, and the pads. Like, like a college, and like a collegiate wrestler. <laughs> nice. And like a whole thing. And like they came into like with like 40 real wrestlers or, you know, yeah, yeah. however you want to yeah, yeah, find Um And I think like Colin Jost might have like made it towards the end. Wow. But um, That's yeah, funny. I got the impression the guy that won the belt was like a fan favorite right, and like right. isn't corny. Right, 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 sure. And isn't like really shticky. Right. You know what I mean? Like or Well, you know. my, my impression were two things, right? About him that he is uh is he the first African American champion I in think like so. a long time? I think so. I mean, The Rock, I believe, is of mixed ethnicity. And right. He's partially African-American, right. right? And Booker T, like, never Booker won. Booker T with WCW right. had it. But then when WWE... E bought WCW. I don't know if I know Booker, Booker T, T was, was like th- briefly big in WWE. Oh, okay, but was he ever the champ of the whole deal? I don't know, but have. I know when he got there, like they made him big for a little. Right, while. right, right, but and I rightfully so, man. Yeah, wow, what right. a fucking great wrestler. It was funny because when WCW was like going in the tank, there were still a few guys that were keeping it. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty awesome. And Booker yep. T was one of them. Steiner, yep. those guys were still going strong as WCW started to started to die. Yeah, but um. Yeah, that was the, the two impressions I got was that it's it's one of the rare uh, African American world champions in WWE. Yeah, and the match to win in was supposedly like epic, and like perfectly executed. Wow, so that's awesome. I don't know. Brock Lesnar well, and someone else. Then my other Brock th- Lesnar was was it him? He might have been the guy. Did he beat Brock Lesnar? That's pretty. It awesome. might have been the guy. The beat but Brock the other thing, Lesnar, yeah. I don't know who But the, the other guy. thing yeah, about yeah. it was that he's also undersized, right? Right. He's not. Oh, like I don't a, know. I, yeah, I, I don't think know. he's not like a big guy. Right. I think he's like uh, more like a Shawn Michaels type than a gotcha. Hulk Hogan type. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah, so that's rare too. It's rare that the world champion is not a huge, huge guy. Yeah. Just in. I think Isn't just the like tradition. Roman Reigns? No, it's no, not, it's not Roman Reigns. Connie he, or Ronnie or something like that. Kofi or something. Kofi, yeah. Right? But that's the thing, like like with the dude Roman Reigns you, you just said, right? Like he's more of that traditional yeah. dude who's like 6'5", 270, yeah. big fucking guy. Like, And I think this guy's more like a smaller athletic dude. Right. So that's kind of cool. 
Yeah, and no, then and then the other thing too that I noticed, right? And it's like with all the ladies in my life, it's kind of cool to see. Oh right? yeah, the other yeah, thing yeah. is like there was two main events, and the other main Ronda event was Rousey three girls. and what's her face Lynch, Becky Lynch, yeah, and Ronda, Ronda Rousey, Rousey yep. and oh, uh, Ric Flair's daughter, right? Yeah, 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 Charlotte Flair. That was like that was the other main event. Was yeah. girl was was girls all three of them going yeah. at it? Yeah, wow. And that was like the other main event, and it's like. Because I, I think they're stars of that caliber now. Like, oh, yeah. On no, that yeah, platform, they, they like, made they're their... a huge deal now. Yep. You know That's what I mean? awesome. Rousey That's did a awesome. good job like going from UFC to you know wrestling. Yeah, that yeah. was a good move. Yeah, because she was... I mean, she was taking a couple L's there, right? <laughs> like, bad. I don't I don't follow, follow UFC, but I it, it seemed like she was the type who... I, I always say, like, the Scott Van Pelting of, of America. Right. Where like uh, Sports Center will hype somebody beyond yeah. beyond, but it's not even fair to the athlete. It's such a they will hype you. Yeah. I mean, sports Center is just an example. I don't. Right. I'm not using that alone. Every form of of sports media right. will yeah, yeah. turn somebody into something that they aren't quite yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if Zion Williamson doesn't score forty a game next year, he's a, then a, a he's, colossal. He's flop. a dud, and it's like they're gonna well, like trade him straight well, up for right. Anthony yeah, Davis right. and be yeah. like, "What happened?" Yeah, it's like, well, why is that fucking fair? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like in some of these instances, like, people get so people get hyped beyond anything that they did or are responsible for. And I kind of feel like that was the impression I got of what yeah. happened with her, where. She was obviously like a, a really good UFC fighter who kicked a couple girls' asses, right. and then like and did so in a way where they started talking to her about her like she was the Mike Tyson. That's the way they talked about and that. What she sucks was this about unstoppable UFC. fucking force, and then she got stopped a couple times and came back to earth, and yeah. then and then it's that she's this you know they, huge failure. Yeah, right, and it's yeah. like that doesn't seem quite fair well, either. That's she got thing beat too, by that like, Holly Holmes, who's like a boxer, and right. then whoever, and then she was a champion, and then she got beat by like Misha Tate or someone. Right. So it just kept going and going. Right. I'm like, Jesus. But, well, what's, what's crazy yeah. about UFC to me is like, you could be like the best in the the best MMA fighter in the world and be like 22 and seven. Right. Right. Sure. Because you yeah, could. Yeah. It's not hard to lose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's course. not like Mike Young Mike right, Tyson right, right. stepping yeah. into the ring where you're like, he's gonna go 32 and 0 his yeah, next yeah, 32 yeah. fights. Like you could be the best fighter in your division. And lose two out of your next three Absolutely. fights. You get hit. You got caught. You get caught or you yeah. get caught in submission, you're yeah, fucked. Yeah. Right. Of course. So it's like, it's a tough sport to like punish someone for for a, for a loss. loss. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they still like have to football. But they still have to do what other, every league does and right. like build up someone into this unstoppable force so people want to see the event. Yeah. But then the chances are that like you're going to lose all that. You know, I don't yep. It's crazy. For sure. They got some show on like uh, Showtime. It's about gambling. Some dude that lives in Vegas, I think it's like Vegas Tommy or something. Okay. And he... Is this bet- a real documentary or like Yeah, a- I got to bring it up. I forget what it's called, but it's this dude that like bet on all these underdogs, like ridiculous amounts of money. And now he's like kicked out of Vegas forever just wow. because he's won so much money. Wow. And they hate him. Wow. Yeah. And I think he bet against Ronda Rousey on that one fight. Of course, fight the casinos won, like- get to like kick the people who win too much. Yeah, of course. But if you lose too much, they're like, tell you what yeah, you need. Yeah. We'll put you up Why don't you have night. a couple free drinks? Have some free drinks. We'll put you up for the night so you can do it all Send night. Send a girl Love to your morning. room. Seriously. It's fucked up. All right, we're going to come back in a minute. We're going to talk some training. Because it's like, been a while. I feel like I had other... F- it's called feast. action. Action. I feel like I had other feast-related observations to share with the world. All but right, there well, will be plenty we'll, of time we'll, for that. It's the feast cast. It is the feast gonna, cast. That's we're gonna fucking get fact. Feasting. So it's uh, about halftime, and we'll be feast. back after this. Peace. In a life... Ready? 
In a life on the grind, one constantly in pursuit of big dreams, time comes at a premium. Traditional meal prep hasn't always been an option, and eating out in restaurants can be risky and expensive propositions. But you've been burned before by the standard protein shake. RTDs with inferior denatured ingredients, watery waste shakes that lack substance, mega calorie weight gainers loaded with sugar. What you really need is something simple, convenient, substantial, reliable, and delish. That was Dirt Malone reading this week's excerpt from your feast what, label. What, what, once that there what was a good girl. <laughs> Today, Junior. One thing, I gotta run to the bank before five. And we are live. Whoa! Got him. Craig's gotta run to the bank before five. It's all good. To rob that shit. Hey, whatever so, it takes. To go back to what I was saying, the guy's name is Vegas Dave, and he put 100000 down on the Kansas City Royals to win the World Series, and he got 2.5 mil. Wow. That Not was just one of his big bets. Was that when the Royals beat the Mets? Yeah. 100K, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. How did he see that coming? 25 to know. 1. How did, Some he people s- just put, How did he read the tea leaves? The algorithm. Yeah. See, the algorithm. algorithm. How's your training going, Dirk? Human algorithm. The human algorithm. It's going good. I'm still sticking to the uh, the training day split: Monday, Gunday, Del Tuesday, Wide Wednesdays, back squat, apocalypse Thursday, Big Fridays, chest, and then cardio, abs, whatever, calisthenics. Or I'll do two workouts in a day. This past Friday, C Titty and I did 1,000 reps that. of chest. Wow, I saw that. Which was like it's it's interesting because you're like you got to do 10 exercises, you got to do you know 100 reps per exercise, so you got to go light. Right. And he's not used to that right. light. Wait, and, so 10 exercises? Yep. That's a lot. When he said when he he had posted up we're right, gonna, so yeah, we're I was doing watching this. Okay. I, in we real time I was pay, watching him on Instagram stories and when he First posted it, I responded. I was like, "Yo, a thousand reps is a lot." It was a lot. Yeah. We didn't know until we were I like three hundred. Like, up. shit, dude, we got to do seven more exercises. Uh, so what we did was one exercise, twenty reps, five, five times. times. Right. And then after like the third one, we're like, "Shit, we got to go light." So we had like 50, five, 50, 10, 20 yeah. rep sets. And he was struggling for a little bit because he's used to lifting heavy and sure. doing like a couple yeah, reps, yeah, yeah. Yeah. doing twenty and then twenty. It's a lot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the pump is so different. Because the next day, you're sore I was going to ask you, how sore were you? Dude, really sore. Yeah. But, like, when I was done training, I was I got a pump, and then it yeah, kind of yeah. went away. But well, the you... next day, I was so sore. Like, I never felt. It was crazy. Well, here's the thing. Are you like, going to do it again sometime? Or yeah. Is... I want to do it with Was sh- it, like, devastating when you're like, holy shit, I better, <laughs> better not, I better not. Like, I better deload this week or something or, like. No, it was just, you know what it was? I feel like you can do that with arms or chest. Right. Legs right. is a lot. Shoulders is too much for that little muscle. And yeah. then it's, I don't and know. Then you don't want to do well, that. Well, I, I would yeah. say that to do that for chest, the problem when you were saying about the pump is that, like, remember, you know, in terms of fluids and, yeah. you know, the minerals and electrolytes and that sort of stuff, like, there's only so much of that. And calories, there's only so much of that that'll contribute to the pump. And at a certain point, like, I remember somebody saying, like, back in the day, like, you train up to the point that, you have a pump, but not through it. 
Yeah. And then mm. you then you, you you know if you're doing like bodybuilding style training, and then so then you come out you, you come out the other end of it, and you you feel flat, and you don't have a pump anymore because you did too much. Yeah. With a thousand rep workout, there's no way around. That's that. what it felt. Yeah, like. There's no way around that. There's no way around that. At, at a That's certain crazy. at a certain point, doing all those high reps, probably the first couple hundred probably felt great. Yeah. And they had a great pump and all that, but at a, at a certain point, it's just it, it was, it's too much. You know what it was too? Just going through the motion of just doing the rep, even yeah, yeah. when you didn't have a lot of weight yeah, on there. Yeah. It's still like do it. It's almost like a forced rep, but right. the opposite of that. Right. Just doing the motion of it. Yeah, yeah. And then, dude, it's fucking. It's a lot. Like I was breathing heavily. I was like, holy shit, sure. this is going quick. Well, going there's quick. a cardio component to it. Yeah. The high reps, and then you remember too, like the, it's it's a new form of stimulus. So it is, it is helpful because it's going to shock your muscle and it's going to make you respond to it it's just that you can't do that every week it's like a rare kind of thing and just as like you're not supposed to max out every week and do singles you're also not you're also not built to do a thousand rep workout every week it all works it just doesn't work forever and it doesn't work all the time hashtag thousand rep work and the more extreme the workout the less often you can do it right you know what i mean so it's one of those things like that and that comes back like on a micro level like just with my training like I, I said I've been pretty much training um, every day, mm-hmm. but because of that, I I can't do two hour workouts. You know, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be right. it'll be these brief workouts where you know, and and I think like you know, being inspired by the uh, POF training and the Dorian heavy duty style, it's like okay, like all right, well, I'm gonna give myself ten sets here, yeah. so let's crush these ten sets. Yeah, and I I feel like I respond really well to that fr- f- like that strategy with training of late. 10 setters whatever that number is but just like make the most out of less Mm -hmm. make the most out of fewer sets make those sets count really push yourself and have these you know more brief workouts where it's a 45 minute workout an hour workout as opposed to these marathon workouts if you do that i think when you know you're going every day it makes it easier to think all right i don't need to kill myself right every single day i just need to show up Right. And and it's more like volume. Right. It's more consistency and more right. stacking the days together than it is trying to kill yourself in one way. And workout. if you know that you're gonna train every day, you're gonna train seven days and the workout is more of uh it's more abbreviated. So right. the if the frequency is going up, the volume has to come down. Right. But if the volume comes down, maybe maybe you're just naturally inclined to be more intense and get more out of it because you're not doing as many right. sets. As, you're not doing as much. And, you know, it's, there's a fine line. Because yeah. you look at, like, how Dorian trained. Dorian, he was four days a week. That was it. That's right. it. When he was absolutely fucking crushing it, he was four days a week. Heavy fucking weight. That's it. You know, he said, like, you couldn't, you couldn't sit on the toilet for five days without <laughs> his legs fucking killing him and his glutes sure. and his hammies but then you see like uh, another guy like you see arnold is pre-workout um i mean his pre-contest training was like every body part in three days twice a week you know so that's a lot yeah and then like you also see guys like um uh like you know like lee haney right so like lee haney was mr olympia eight times before arnold and i mean you see how ronnie trained after arnold but like you know dorian did these devastating workouts but lee haney's thing was stimulate do not annihilate Hmm. stimulate don't annihilate hmm. so like you're talking about like training up to the point of the pump and like all that like that was how he trained but he didn't train where he was crippled and right. crushed himself because remember there's a fine fucking line for all this stuff your central nervous system can only yeah. take so much of an onslaught yeah. so like you have to change these variables like you couldn't do the thousand reps at every day nah. you know, every day i mean thousand rep workout every day you can't do that you all just like you can't max out every day right you know as as the more intensity variables you're adding to your training 
the fewer, the less you're able to recover. So Haney would go kind of heavy, but not crazy yeah. rep sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stimulate, that's, don't that's annihilate. And I mean, like, you see what he looked like. And it, But it's like everybody's different. And Arnold used to do, like, chest and back together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's crazy. Where you do the opposite, the opposite whatever is on together, the opposite right, right. side of your hmm, Buys and tries, chest, chest and back, buys and tries. Um, chest and back, buys and tries. Uh, hammies and quads, obviously. Yeah. Um, training those muscle groups that are opposing. I guess um, it's whatever works for you. Any superset. Everybody's so different. Any, man. Like... you know, I've never really done it, but you hear people talk about like how great it feels to superset chest with back, mm. and that Interesting. like yeah, doing the pressing and the pull downs or pressing in rows together, flies and feel rows. nice and beefy up there. Like, but see the the first thought in my head with yeah. that is that I would miss. Now it's like one less day of lifting. Sure, sure. So my. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I lo- actually love cardio. I'm one of those people, and uh, so it'd be another day for cardio. But I'd be, I'd feel like I'm doing less. Well, right. But I have I, less days of lifting. But maybe, but but I think Arnold was doing that a couple days a week. He could cycle it a couple days a week. Yeah. So he would probably go through his Monday, whole body Thursday. in three right. days. Twice a week. Probably twice a week. Yeah. Mm. But it's a lot. And those workouts are long. That's what I was going to say. Like, long man, if workouts. I'm doing chest and back yeah, yeah. twice a week. Yeah. Those are long workouts. That's. You know? But you're a bodybuilder. That's all you care about. I understand. <laughs> you know, that's well, here's the other thing. But to here's... have that time and the. That's, well, all, sure. that's all he was doing. And the, right, right, exactly. And then the other thing, too, is is um, your ability to recover from those workouts. So, right. like, you know, if there's factors, right? So, like, it's how much are you sleeping? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many calories are you eating? Are you using regular supplements and the right ones? Are you using super supplements? Juice. Right? So supplements. like all of these things, are, you know, what's the level of stress in your life? All of right. these things, right? Like they- These things and they whatnot. Impact, yeah. They impact your ability your to- shit logs they, look like? They impact your ability to recover. So it's like yeah. those workouts are only going to be as productive as your ability to recover from right. them. So at if, a you, certain can, point, if you, just, you can build your whole life around being right. able to do them, then Which it's possible. Arnold could. You're trying to fit it into right, exactly. And you can't out train a bad diet. You eat feast. You can't in a mug. <laughs> That's it. Or in a cup. That's it. Didn't you want to talk about feast? Two feasts, one yeah, cup. Yeah, I had other feasties. Shit. Two feasts, one cup. I had others. I had other. <laughs> I had other feast related observations. Oh well, yeah, I did something that me and Scott we did a, a marathon live cast. Yeah, where Dirt Malone was on location. Um, when on the day we launched Feast, yeah, and one of the things we were talking about, right, was like the inspiration behind Feast, right? Mm. And one of the things that that went into it was talking about like the '90s and the meal replacement shake of the '90s, the packeted meal replacement shake, and mm. like how yeah. I always thought those were amazing, and um, how metrics and myoplex and that stuff back in the day, like how like some of the really great um, bodybuilders and athletes in the world, like relied so heavily upon them yeah right and the one example i used was milos sarsev talking in muscle mag about how he was using metrics eight times a day that's insane and it it was like fortified with vitamins and minerals and then it was you know 37 grams of protein and some carbs and whatever and like glutamine and all this and that was it it was the only supplement he took but he was taking eight times a day and i thought to myself man can you imagine a bodybuilder on that level drinking eight shakes a day yeah, it's crazy. But the so the thing that really 
um, stuck with me was the thought that like, man, imagine how much he believed in that product yeah, and how effective that product was, right? And I thought to myself like, man, can you imagine making a product for people in 2019 where they could like rely on it like mm -hmm. that? Yeah. You know, could they, could it be that like dependable for them and could they count on it to serve all of those purposes and fulfill those needs for them. Because I digest that. Right. <laughs> so the thought, so like when, when, it, when, it, when we came time to formulate Feast, like that was one of the inspirations. Like how, what could you put in a product to make, make a, a ultra dedicated athlete feel like that in 2019? And that was kind of like the motivation behind Feast. Egg you know whites, I mean? oats, whey. Whey isolate. Fats. No way. MCT oil, um, greens. No uh, sugar. Full serving greens. No sugar. Five grams of fiber. That blows my mind. That there's no sugar. I know. I know. It tastes fucking amazing. No artificial flavors or colors. We nope. don't do that yep. shit. Nope. No reason for them. You don't need them. You don't Pretty need crazy. Them. You don't need them. So it's not in the jug. All that's in there is what you need to recover to perform your best. A little bit. I can't wait. Blend one up, dude. When you made the one with peanut butter and a banana. Oh man, it. I mean, it goes to when you <laughs> want when you want to doctor it up. It goes to the next level. Like, uh, you know, uh, here's the thing. All right, so so um, I enjoy it just in cold water. Yeah, it's awesome in milk. Mix it in Fairlife milk. It's awesome. Yes, and then the shake that I make at the house that Tara and I both drink is feast with a frozen banana. Mm. And peanut butter, and she doesn't do dairy milk, so it's like uh, almond milk or cashew milk. Yeah, man, it is fucking amazing. Get in my belly! Yeah, it's amazing. Like, and it's like one of the things, and like you know, obviously it's our product, so we believe in it that much, and we're 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 hyping it up, but we're only hyping oh, it no, up. No, dude, anybody who has that will fucking lose their mind. That's it. Like, I, I, you don't even health. Yeah, all yeah. that shit aside, if I just pass somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. a cup of that, they're yeah, yeah. like. Holy shit, this is fucking... I know. Good. Like, just, just like that. Man. How much sugar's in this? They don't even give a shit. Like, if you just like... They'd be like, wow, this ice cream shake you made me is fucking amazing. It just tastes that good. So I know we believe in it, and I know we're hyping it up, but that's kind of what we're here to do. But yeah. we're hyping it up out of sincerity. No, I, like I was saying, like, you literally sent a text to us, like, this yeah. morning, like, holy I know. shit, this is good. And the thing that... One of the things that... that um really gives me confidence in terms of like because here's the thing we can believe in something as much as we want and we know how good it is but it's all about how people receive it yeah, perceive yeah. it react to it try it utilize it how they feel on it all these things right but one of the things that like really made gave me confidence in it is that you know tara and i've been together 19 years now right and she's seen me drink a million fucking protein shakes and yeah. she hates them right <laughs> and like you know like she is a uh since the day vice and rise came out she has used it religiously used them religiously and she would always take her vitamins and all that stuff but in yeah. terms of protein shakes she's always hated them she hates yeah. how whey tastes and all that and she loves feast it's and that is a great sign to me because right. there's somebody who does not like that kind of product and loves feast yeah right. and it's like that's one of the things that gives me confidence in it you know what i mean that's one of the things that gives me real confidence in it is the the fact that I think that there's such a wide audience for it, right? And I feel like that about Vice and Rise too. I don't want to dominate this conversation. I want you guys. To Have talk you about given it. a feast to your kids yet? Well, here's what I was getting at. Right, okay. is the fact that right along those lines, the fact that, and I feel like Vice and Rise are sort of like this too, but especially Feast, mm -hmm. the fact that the most hardcore fucking dude you can think of, whoever that might be, can benefit from Feast. 
Yep. yep. And then like my mom, right. you know, your grandmother, your mm-hmm. your uncle, Uncle Stan, Uncle Stan for sure, healthy Coach but, Stan, but you know, uh, your high school nephew, Stanley Ipkiss, right, can all benefit from this product. I mean, and completely nutritious, fucking delicious. Yep. And you can do it in a hurry. It's it. Who doesn't need that meal a couple of days a week? And I'm saying, so like, I'm thinking like the hardest training dude who's absolutely killing himself in the gym, right? Right. Uh, who's dieting like strictly and rigorously. Like our boy Savage who ordered two feasts, There right? you go, Savage, who, who's a, a, a mixed martial artist and a crazy lifter and all yep. that, right? Or a pre-contact, you know, like Tika and, and Kevin Brown who just dominated on the stage, you know, and how stringent their diet was yeah. the past weeks. Or, um, you know, uh, or some dude who's like is doing two-a-days in the summer yep. for, for for high school or college football, right? Perfect. And just running themselves into the ground, like... Those guys can benefit from this, like operating on the highest level, pushing themselves to the brink. But then, like, to me, like, even a mildly active or sedentary person whose diet doesn't have enough nutrition in it on a daily basis can benefit from this. Mm -hmm. Right. And, like, that's such a wide range. Such a wide range. It's crazy, man. You know? It is insane. Like, a lot of products that people take or they can take when they're off season or whatever the case may be, they'll be like, oh, I can't have it because it's got you know, this in it or that in it. But if you hold this product in your hand and you actually read what's in it, a lot of those people be like, I probably, wait, I, oh shit. It's yeah. Yeah. I could have this. I could take it. I'm like a week out. I could take this shit immediately. Yep. Yep. Like stuff like that. Rare. Like Vinny Galanti is like, oh yeah, I'm going to diet with this. Let me use that during my prep. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Fucking we I, should make that video where it's like a little eight-year-old, like, eat your vegetables, Timmy. <laughs> no, I want Mom. chocolate milk. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. And that's like one of the things that really excites me about it. It's like, man, like the audience for it is oh, it's gonna limitless. Crush, man. It's yeah. limitless the amount of people who could benefit from the product. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. an awesome thing. That's more people awesome eating it, the more healthy people there will be out there. Yep. So. That's right. One One conversion at a time. That's it. That's it, one believer at a time. So and like I said, it's all Completing it is. the G-code stack we were talking about earlier. The, like, now you get the tri-chamber, a rise, and a feast. And that, a tri-funnel. Who's fucking with that, Dermalone? <laughs> Seriously, who is fucking with that stack? Dipset. It's si- we had a couple sitting there in front of you. People were like, I need all three of these. Yep, sitting there Free in front shipping. of you. Free shipping. I saw uh, Chris Dowie, Crown Dow. He's an incre- incredible uh, athlete, and he's uh, agile military service personnel. Flexible, um, amazing physique, Strong. awesome dude, great taste, um, just the best vibes, and like uh, just a dude of, of inte- utmost integrity and and all that. And uh, I saw he had posted a picture, and it was a tri chamber and rise and feast together. And mm-hmm. it's like, man, that is a formidable fucking stack, man. As yeah. a formidable stack in terms of a core foundational stack of three products that, like you know, I will use every day. Like, dude, I think very, John, it's difficult to beat, in my opinion. Johnny Cuckoo is that his name? Johnny Cuckoo, yeah. He had it on oh, his microwave. All three of them stacked. I'm like, yeah, yeah. wow, that's beautiful. I know, that's amazing. I know, it is a beautiful thing, man. And then you have that's coming. What? Oh, oh, holy oh, shit. shit! Oh yeah, they're edited. <laughs> That's coming soon. Yep. Oh my god. Forty two flavors that, that are uh, what? what comes after that? <laughs> and what comes after that? And what egg. comes after that? And oh my god. That? And then after those? There's that. Holy shit. Yep. And then when those two things? Then there's that. It's oh. a lot. Hey, what's our next trade show? Well, there might be one uh we're not gonna reveal yet, but yeah. it might be in the 
It might be kind of local. I'm a little bummed about Philly Fit Expo oh, and Chicago Fit Expo. Of course, that was amazing. I Both lo- of I them really, were awesome. I really enjoyed those, and I thought we crushed them. We did. And uh, and we weren't even our best selves. Yeah. And we crushed them. They are not doing those trade shows know, this year. I know, fucking bummer. I like, the Fit, I like the Fit Expo people. I, the, uh, the experience of those two events were great. Can they do like... Just give us the whole arena, but do the same thing they did that's on it. their end, that's and just what, let us. That's what we need. Have like a yeah. hundred by that? ten. Can we do that? hundred by ten. Yeah. Yeah. We, what's the rate on hundred by ten? We should 10? just do our own trade show somewhere. I like the well, sound of that. Well, we thought about know? it. It's just so much about the trade shows is finding people who don't know you yet, and if yeah. we just invite everyone we know, it's, you know what I mean? Like it's tough to justify. Preach into the choir. Uh, you know. What's the legality of doing a pop up shop and like? Uh, the New York about, in like New York or we're something. We're gonna talk about all kinds of ways. Hello, to meet the people. Yeah, take the message. To take the these beautiful products straight to the peoples. That's right. But uh, there's a chance of when's what's today? April something. April. April eighth. I don't even know what week or what month. April eighth. Four eight. I'd say that 19. in the next t- ten to twelve weeks, there may be a local. Expo. Nice. The hmm. people don't even know about really in our circle entirely, but I think they'll get really excited about it. So we're going to have to make it. them aware. They're going to get really excited about it. I like it. You know what's funny if you put these two sounds together? There's a burrito <laughs> in my uh, digestive tract right now, completely intact. I wish I'm just was. having a pleasant conversation and, and there's a dick out. Because <laughs> there's a burrito. <laughs> there you go. How about that connection? <laughs> Just having a pleasant conversation and there's a dick out. <laughs> and a burrito fully intact. Well, here's the thing. I'm having a pleasant conversation right now. No dicks out. I'm not disappointed by that at all. And no burrito. That said, the lack of a burrito Oof. does not make well, me feel Well, I can good only remedy happy. one of those two things. Okay. And I don't think you want me to do that. No. No. <laughs> Leave your dick right where it That's is. All I got. Leave your dick right where it is. But if you, if you, if you, if you know where we can two. find some burritos, then I'm in. I'm your man. Do we have time for the dirtiest thing that we've eaten? What do you mean? Do we're we gonna, have well, time? Have is this the feast the, cast? Uh, all right, but that's You got to go to the bank. I know, but we got we got time for dirtiest thing you've eaten. Always time. You know what There's I was no upset cast about? With, there is no cast without dirtiest thing you've eaten. There is no cast without hashtag eaten. Dirtiest thing. I got to tell you. Oh, I didn't talk about my training also. Okay. But yeah, okay. yeah. I'm in the groove. I'm feeling like I'm starting to feel like myself for the nice, first time nice. in like yes, six months. Yes, yes, yes. And my body is... I'm glad you came out. There you go. Yes. <laughs> it was your dashing looks that made it, made it happen. That's fine. Um, Be honest. With no, yourself. like my body can tell. It's a weird thing. Like my body is excited about the fact that it's like not being dragged down by like sure. stupid nu- nu- nuisance of health shit I've yeah, been dealing yeah, with this sure. year. Yeah. And so uh, it's like coinciding with the seasons and the weather changing. And so I've just been like... Feeling awesome, man. I've got like a uh, good couple weeks of training. Two a days I'm doing nice. like all the time. Nice. Fucking killing it. Nice. Um, eating good. Yep. Um, so the dirtiest thing I've eaten is more of like a volume of stuff. Okay. But it's not necessarily dirty. I okay. had a lot of cheese and steak. Okay. It's awful. But they're and all I love to it. me, like I don't consider them to be unhealthy things. No. Like I don't no. Either. A lot of like, as in my sister, she had like 10 different exotic cheeses oh, out, and man. I probably mm. ate like a third of each yeah, cheese that's thing. Fantastic. And then I ate a ton of steak. Awesome. And to me, it was like, all right, like somebody would be like fat, cow, or whatever. Like yeah, to yeah. me, like, no, it's, yeah, it's got fat, whatever, but it's like got a lot of protein and right. it's all like natural. It's not processed sure. shit. So 
I, I ate quite a bit of that, but it was after just killing myself yeah. training for the week. And so Fuck I was like, Fuck it, I'm gonna Let's load up, change, load it up. All right, so ready? Yeah, Favorite cut of of steak? Ready? Go. Ooh, I love a skirt steak, man. T-bone, ribeye. Wow. There you go. Three contrasts. There you go. Steaks. Let's go kill a cow. I, uh, <laughs> we I, were by one, remember? We were at the cow. I we got were, a video yes, clip yes. somewhere. It's awesome. I, uh, you know, it's funny. So, like, in the name of, of um, doubling down on this brand and investing in ourselves and yeah. austerity, right? I've been doing a lot more eating at home than ordering out or eating out or that kind of thing, right? And uh, I will say this, right? And this is a burger buff related observation. Yep. Okay. That he will post burgers all the time. And I, I one buddy, Greg Gushane, you know Greg Gushane, right? Yep. One buddy, Greg Gushane, said, you know, observing Burger Buff's Instagram, like, increases one's burger consumption by, like, 40, oh, yeah. 40% or something. True, right? yeah. I think he's right. I, right now, just talking about it, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I gotta have a fucking... I know, yeah. right? So, one of the funny things, though, right, is that I, in my observation of Nick's... Uh, like, salivating. Yeah. Nick's um, <laughs> portfolio of burgers is the fact that uh, his... Homemade burgers are always the best burger. Yeah. He shows these burgers from all these restaurants, a lot of them yeah. exotic and over the top, and every single time he posts his or own burger. a lot of them are sad, too. Right. There's a lot of sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he posts his own burger, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that burger is so vastly superior to that uh, that burger that he gave like an eight to or a seven to. I'm like, nah, dude, his homemade burgers are way better. Yeah. And so like, we make burgers at home on a pretty regular basis uh, as one of those uh, homemade meals that I've I've grown so fond of. So like, I got to give a tip the cap to the homemade burger. I think mm-hmm. it is one Rarely of- Rarely is a burger anywhere as good as a burger yeah. off the grill. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you give me the lowest grade burger <laughs> off a of fucking yeah, grill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Throw it. I don't even want a plate. Just throw yeah, it on yeah. a fucking bun and hand yeah. that to oh me. My God, I'm so hungry. That is heaven, right? There. And and to me, like ho- homemade, the homemade burger and the homemade taco are mm. like two of the greatest staples. Mm. That are tough. You're killing me. They're dude. tough to out. They're tough. What I'm saying is that they're tough to outdo with just about anything you're gonna go order out. I agree. You know, there's specialty foods, obviously, that yeah. are that you got to get from somewhere. Say wings or sushi. Yeah, banchan, oh, yeah, yeah. double fried chicken wings. Go ahead sure right you know those kind of things those kind of things those kind of things you have to order out but in terms of like stuff that you can make at home and just absolutely crush just on a random night tacos the homemade burger and the homemade taco are really tough to fuck with man it's true really (laughs) tough to fuck with so we do a lot, eat a lot of a lot of homemade burgers and tacos i will definitely be having some soon i think it's it's only right season two to crack the grill open Uh, man yep Mm. Yep, yep. It's barbecue. It's smoking season for me. You yeah. are you are a bit of a smoker. You're a meat smoking smoker. You are some a bit shit. of a meat I, smoker. I'll smoke your meat right now. You, you might. got I it. Think, Buy I some think meat. that's our cue. <laughs> that's right. I think they're playing my song. I'm eager to get this party started. So. <laughs> exactly. So the, what was the dirtiest, the dirtiest thing, thing that I've eaten, though? That was just a, an homage yeah. to the homemade burger and the homemade taco as two of the un, most unfuckwittable Mm, uh, yes. foods in existence the homemade burger and the homemade taco um save you some dough they'll be fucking oh, I know delicious what the dirtiest thing is you eaten save you some I dough and they'll be fucking delicious um dirtiest thing i've eaten he saw a picture of it yes delicious. A baked goods. oh the oreo cupcakes yes. oh yes they were that's gotta fucking, be up there they were remarkable if that's not it then i'm like what's going on kind of lifestyle you yeah. live in uh then you are living in a, an idea you're living a dream <laughs> um yeah no yeah so tara uh 
baked um, has mm. been baking a lot for uh, these occasions that we've had of late. Um, as did Kaylee. Oh, yeah, um, what we talked about on the live yeah, Wolf, that was the dirty thing we've eaten in the yes previous week. Yes, so Wolf Wolf we had uh, carrot cake cupcakes and the chocolate chip muffins uh, that Tara typically makes, and then uh, Kaylee made what I call a pretzel cookie dough truffle. Yep. Um, that was fucking incredible. So those were absolutely filthy and amazing in every way. Oh my God. So we crushed those, but then, um, <laughs> we had an event yesterday at Attilus and Tara baked for it and she made the chocolate chip muffins again, yeah. um, that you've grown accustomed to and so fond of, but Fun then also those. Oreo cupcakes. They're so dense, dude. They are dense. I know, they're awesome. Dude. The power of the muff. Um, so she, she made these Oreo cupcakes that were basically like devil's food cupcakes, um, embedded with Oreos, creme chez icing and then oreo mm. oreo sprinkled on top mm. Jesus. so it's just doubling down and all of the oh. best things wow so it was like a an oreo in cupcake form it's like an oreoception yes. it was an oreo if, if you if you could create a cupcake that was an oreo it was that cupcake but then it had oreos inside of it and on mm. top of it they had sex in a they bakery did. yes <laughs> the or yes the Oreos and the cupcakes. I think that was it. That was, <laughs> that was it. When we went there. Oh, we you were that, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was. Oh, yeah, I didn't Brig. know you were there. No, not the, at Brig, not yeah. the oh, okay. uh, Attila's yeah, yeah. gym. Gotcha. But that was like, you go in there, you're like, oh, man, I've been crushing it. I've been fucking eating good. And all of a sudden, here's a tray. At the, here's a tray. Here's a tray. Well, that's the thing, like, right? Like, fuck, the, the other thing, fuck. like. Well, because there's two directions to go, right? Like, you either have to be, like, super, super health conscious with it, or you just have to, like, own it as a baked good and i figured you know we're bound to have a good mix why not make the fucking filthy when you know that it's going to be so amazing too and and to me the other thing too is like nobody fetishizes food like the three guys in this room but also the subculture that we're a part of like fetishize food in such a way and there's so many people who like do pre-workout snacks or post-workout snacks and it's their opportunity to get in junk food that they normally wouldn't right um Plus, it was a Sunday too, which is like a kind of a cheat day. And the for bottom line so for us like... too, the bottom line for us in our brand too, is that like it's supposed to be a family experience, right. meaning that you're coming and yeah. you're a part of a family. It's a celebration. The brand experience is one that that, as deadly serious as our goals are and our aspirations are, and as what we want for this brand, yep. as those all those things. We, it's also not so uptight. Exactly. Right? We want people to have fun. We want people to enjoy themselves. We want people to, you know, let their hair down, if you will, and have a good time and feel comfortable. Yeah. Right, and, and be able to come f- out and you're not, like, being judged because no. of your macros. No, you know? no. God, no. Yeah. You know, that's the worst shit ever. No. We want people to come and, like, oh, have a snack. To party. Like, exactly. Right. And and to enjoy that and to know that they're, you know, among friends so who also love snacks yep. and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like, that's it's a celebration. And that's the idea that we're not putting on airs. You know, we come in, you take, we take care of you, and you, you're able to enjoy a fucking muffin or a cupcake mm-hmm. or whatever and, and not be judged for it. We're actually encouraging it, you know? Hell yeah. And that's a, that's a dope thing. It's part of the brand experience that we're trying to deliver that's different from everybody else, you know? Hell yeah. So come out to the next event. Please do. There will be many. Get your eating done. There will be many. They are prolific, the events that uh, are on our uh, itinerary. For the so coming we, weeks and months, might there's going to be some be more. crazy things on deck. So stay tuned. Definitely stay tuned. All Big right. things on deck. Big moves. Power moves only. Me too. <laughs> and a burrito and some tacos. Stabbing. All on and one. Cupcakes. All on a bun. Sign me up. All right. Well, if we, if we end it now, you might be able to get to the bank. Let's do it, guys. Gcodenutrition.com. So get your feast on. Mighty Fuel your chocolate dreams. milk. That's right. 
Dip your toes into the waters of Lake Fiestatanka. It's fuel it's, your dreams with mighty chocolate milk. It's the an best, emotional connection we want you to have. An emotional connection we want you to have with these products because they're they are they are far more than just pre workouts and aminos and protein powder. They are heart and fucking soul. They were made with love for you to help you be a better version of yourself. That's it. That's why our brand exists in the first place. Just read the whole body text on the label. I don't know if I did, but I was freestyling. (laughs) All right, guys. That's like uh, somewhere between a cast and a power cast. Feast cast. Feast cast. We'll, We'll be back soon. And we out. Peace. Peace, Peace, y'all.